my Google Doc. So I, I like to write down what I'm what we talk about so I can put it in like the tags what or whatever. We talk about we a lot of stuff to talk about. What we talk about. about is how we're back, another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with uh Chris and Chris, the good looking Chris and the uh the other one. You can guess who it is, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I know who the good looking one is. It's the Chris with a C. Well, whatever. You're living in a fantasy land. Your name's. I can't hear you. You're very muffled. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. This isn't a Sprint commercial. Please tell me. You're old enough to get that reference. I got it. I got it. You were just silent. I expected like a a laugh or something and it was just silence. I was like, either I lost him or he doesn't get the reference, which I don't No, I believe. got the reference. I told you I was tired. Well, let's get this podcast over with. I've been busy. I had to go out and get gas today. And what, go to the store. Mexican? No, I had to go to the gas station and put gas in my car. Which one? So Where'd you go? Sam's. Oh. We we go to like we only go to Speedway anymore for that like five cents off. Oh, we don't have a Speedway that does that. Well, there is. There's one that's three yeah, cents off, but that's that's Phillips and Sycamore or Phillips and Jefferson. All Speedways, if you have the Speedway card, gives you five cents off. Well, I, I, they've just done this recently because I haven't had. That yeah, they've been doing it since gas prices went up. No, they don't do that here. Yeah, they they should. It's all get it's. It's every Speedway. No. They were doing one, it for me at, me at Speedway when I went there. There was the one on Sycamore, not Sycamore, on Phillips and Jefferson that was offering three cents off if you had it. So, well, it was five cents off. Then they moved it to three cents off. So, since I've been to Sam's Club, they're six cents cheaper. So, I still did a better deal by it. Well, you know? I'm pretty sure it's all Speedways because they were doing it for me when I was there. And I had to go to Walgreens to go to the store and pick up some cookies. Why'd you need some cookies? Because I'm going to the track tomorrow and I need a snack. Why don't you get like granola bars or something, Mr. Trying to Lose Weight? Well, I got Fig Newtons. Oh, yeah, nice. that makes it better. Nice brand Fig Newtons. They're actually, they're really good. They're only $1.29. Because protein bars are expensive as hell. And you know, yeah, you pay for, you pay for the health. health. I'll sacrifice health for cheap. When well, I don't have a lot of money. I don't. I don't get paid till tomorrow, so I'm on the back end of my check. So I only had so much to spend <laughs> after I got gas. So I was going to get gas tomorrow, but I want to get down there because they changed. They oh they moved uh, testing up an hour, so it's supposed to start at eleven. Now starting at ten. So that means oh, I got to get to Zionsville at 8 so I can get to the track before 10 o'clock. So is testing what goes on before trials? This is just, okay, so the, every year they have a test session. And it's a two-day session, but I don't even know if they're going to run Friday because it's supposed to rain on Friday. But they have a two-day test session every spring. And it used to be back in the day when, like way back in the day, like they would test in March. Like there would just be teams would just show up and have random testing March, early, late March, early April. They would just test the track. Mm-hmm. And then in the past five, eight years, they have a designated test session and you can go and you can sit 
inside turn two and watch test session for free. So that's what I'm doing. So yeah, it's on Peacock. They're going to show it on Peacock too. So why don't you just stay home and watch it on Peacock? Because I want to go to the track because I can take pictures. And how much does it cost to go to testing? Nothing. It's free. Oh, why don't I just have to go? go there? Huh? Why don't more people go? Because it's a Thursday. There'll be people there. It's a random Thursday. But ah. I stand up on the top of the spectator mounts and turn two, and I can shoot over the fence. So shoot pictures. You take shoot pictures. them? I sh- take pictures over the fence. I got a foot, I got like a step stool. So I use a step stool so I can get big, <laughs> better pictures over the fence because I'm not tall enough. <laughs> I can do it. You can do it without a step stool. But if you have that extra like two feet, it just makes it easier to shoot pictures. I shouldn't be laughing at you having to use a step stool. So that's the only place in the infield where you can shoot over the fence is turn two. Turn three, for some reason, the fence is higher. I don't know why. And you actually, you can't even stand on a step stool in turn three and shoot over the fence because I've tried it. You need to get, I need to get one of those cool ladders, you know, where you can like stand up on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it has a, like a ladder with a little platform on the top of it. That's what I need to shoot in turn three. But I'm not gonna lug that thing all over the racetrack. Come on now. So if I You're can get down there early enough, if I parked it turn three, you, you have press credentials, or you did? I did have press credentials. Yeah, then I didn't need to sit sit in in out. I didn't have to take pictures on the spectator mound. I was on the other side of the fence. Yeah, but you let your press credentials go away. I didn't let him go away. The website no longer exists, so I no longer write or take pictures for them. Oh, well, that explains that. I forgot about that website. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. I mean, I did it. I'm glad I did it. But, um, yeah, I missed the picture. I missed the photo credentials. But there, there are so many rules to follow. It's just you go to a, you go to a photography. You have to go to a photographer's meeting because you have to sign in every day, right? You have to attend this meeting, and it is essentially just a meeting of places you're not allowed to go. That's all it is. What's okay. the point of having so you have press credentials if you can't go somewhere? Oh, because that well, like you can't like because you can get in like you can go to like cool places, but like like I can go to the pits. I can go to any of the photo holes on the inside of the racetrack. But there are photo holes on the outside of the racetrack. Where could but you go? I couldn't go to the photo holes on the outside of the racetrack. Where else? Um, you couldn't go in the pagoda. You could go up and up in the pagoda. Um, you couldn't Why go not? near the start finish line because you didn't have those kind of credentials. How'd you get those credentials? Was that like you know NBC? That's CBS? like Lat and like Yeti Images. You know those people. So the oh, people I that th- work for the those people the, that work for the Speedway, people that work for Getty Images or LAT, those are the people that get credentials to the. And um, they would be like, there are, there's a few spots open on the outside of the track. You can sign up, but there's no guarantee you're going to get it. I'm like, what's the point of why bother? You know, mm-hmm. I, I shoot for a website. So. And then they kind of like, they kind of like talk down to you, like you're below them. So. I'm not, it's, the other photographers, great group of people. They're so helpful. The other peasants? 
Yeah, that's exactly right. They're the other peasants. They'll tell you where you can go, where you can't go. They'll tell you the rules that they don't really explain. They'll go, you can try this and you can do this. And don't get caught doing this or else they'll pull your credentials. Like, they're very, very helpful. So those were your those are your friends of the other photographers. So, mm-hmm. but I remember when they had they had a test session in 2021, and like I got press credentials to that, but they didn't give me photo credentials, so I asked for a photo vest. And this was still pandemic stuff, right? Like you could. So I'm like, listen, I just want to get pictures on over the fence. I said, can I go down? I said, just shoot for a half hour right here where there's no fence because you weren't allowed to go anywhere. You were just, you could only stay in the press area. So I went to the photographer and asked them and first he was, who do you shoot for? It, it doesn't matter who I shoot for. Just, but she had to tell me who you shot for. I'm like, well, why does that matter who I shoot for? I'm here to cover your session. So I'm here to do you a favor. I'm here for free doing you a favor by covering your test. You're session. making them money. Exactly. I'm getting them clicks. I'm getting them attention. So um, I went up. He's like, well, you got to go ask so-and-so upstairs. And this is how it went. So I found so-and-so upstairs. And I'm like, listen, I said, I just want to shoot without any obstruction for like a half hour. That's it. And I'll come back. I I don't want to be out down there all day. I just, it was above... It was above the pits and the, near the start finish line. There's nobody out there anyway, and so he goes. You're not going to be breathing on anybody. Your COVID germs, right? So he goes, "Who do you shoot for?" So I said, "Who I shot for?" And then he goes, "Well, all all the vests have been have been uh, passed out already," and I was pissed off. I was like, because I knew he was lying to me. You should have called him out for it. You've been like, so well, if I would have said this, you would have said yes. Well, yeah, but they could have wrote my name down and not given me credentials for May. That's what I was thinking. So, yeah, sometimes you keep your mouth shut. But I, know, I, I but... was so pissed off. I'm like, this is, this is, why, 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 why you gotta be like that? I just want to take pictures well, and cover your event. I feel like, because you can get credentialed for like, Indie pot or indie con or indie comic con, and I don't know what you do. You get you get like special interviews with people. There's not much. It's you know, but I feel like that's what would happen there. It's like, oh, you're not the local news, okay? You're not like a big big local podcast, okay? Yeah, well, they wouldn't give. Yeah, they would never give us credentials to comic con. Yeah, we're just a bunch of nerds that. Let's be honest. We'd want it just to get the credentials to get all the you know around everywhere. But it's I don't even really want it for that. I still want to experience half the fun of the pot of the uh, of the con is like just walking around the scene. I don't want all the back access. Plus, you're getting free exposure by us talking to you or telling you. You know what I mean? Granted, you know we're not that big, but it's just, it could be twenty people that you don't reach anyways. Exactly. I, I don't. I, I there's so many close-minded people when it when it comes to stuff like that. And what are you out like twenty dollars for letting us in or whatever? Yeah, if that, yeah, forty dollars. And NASCAR's worse. Their credentials are insane. Like you could get 
like one year I got pit and garage passes. The second year I didn't get pit and garage passes, but I could go to pit like only during a certain time. Like you can go to the pits this time or this time, but you're not, you don't have like, you don't have like curb launch. Like you just can't go I, in everywhere. Like I don't want to like, talk crap about, about uh, NASCAR, but I feel like they think they're bigger than they are. I think I feel like they think they're the big part of the big three of sports. They do. They do. That's well. I mean, IndyCar ain't no different. They're, they're the same way. But at least IndyCar. I feel like IndyCar doesn't. You know, let's quote some South Park. Doesn't smell their own farts. I yeah. You know, I don't feel as there. There's a lot more condescending condescension going on in the NASCAR paddock than there was in the IndyCar paddock. Let's be honest. IndyCar lost a lot of fans. When they drove out all the, all the well, when they had the big ass split and NASCAR took over, yeah, that was that's and that's twenty five years ago, and we're still feeling it. Yeah, and then they did it again when they decided to back an obvious lie. Which one? No, that was NASCAR that did that. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like they all, everyone went and kissed what's his face's boots. Right, Bubba Wallace. Oh, IndyCar yeah. are no different. They're into, they're into. I, I've brought this up a million times. So they're, they're always like, you know, we need we need more diversity, more diversity, more diversity. I'm like, oh my god. So like the last five Indy 500 winners are from five different countries. You can't get no more diverse than that. Well, it's not. It's because they're not one color. A certain, a certain from a certain continent. Let's put it that way. You've got a, you, you have, yep, yeah, yeah, but you have, you have an Australian. A Frenchman, a Japanese person, Asian person. Didn't like a Brazilian um, win. A Brazilian, and then a Sweden, a guy from Sweden. That's the last five winners. How do you, you can't get no more diverse than that. I mean, start getting too uh, political if I keep going on this, on this topic. You have an Asian. I was about to say something. You have an Asian and Hispanic. I mean, Honestly, you can't get any more diverse than that, really. Nope. But you know that's uh, it's just a whole sports thing in general. I, th- I just feel like sport. I think sports feels like they have to present all that out there, well, and it's stupid. We're tired of hearing it. Mm-hmm. Like, just like uh, Bud Light is feeling it. We're tired of hearing it. Yeah, I'll drink Miller from now on. And I will. I mean, I don't drink a lot of beer anyway. I don't buy a lot of beer. I don't but... buy a lot of beer anyway, either. But it's, you know, when I when I would go to the bar, you know what my, my go-to drink at the bar? My go-to beer at the bar was? It's a Miller Lite. It's a Miller Lite. It was a Bud Light. Or a Bud Light, yeah. yeah but now or a Michelob you know Ultra, one or the other. You know what it's going to be now? A Blue Moon or a Yingling. I'll pay the extra money for those two. Don't they own Blue Moon? Uh... Do they? Give me one moment. Miller owns uh, Blue Moon. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Then you can get Blue Moon. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, anymore. You, everybody's got local beer on tap, so you can drink, you know, small. Oh yeah, but also if you look at it, a lot of local beer, quote unquote, local beers are owned by um the bigger companies. Yeah, I mean, if you, well, I mean, it depends. You go to a small, you know, you go, 
uh, here in town, I mean, look, you can go to, uh, what you call it? There's two different places in town in Cocoa you can go to. Half Moon and... Uh, uh, downtown, whatever it is. Sun, yeah, Sun King? Yeah, Tin Man. Oh, Tin well, that's Man, what used yeah. to be. It's, it's Sun King now. Sun King, yeah, Sun King. Speedway has Daredevil. They got good beer. They got good pizza, too. Dude, that Daredevil downtown Speedway, that's a good place to go. I highly recommend it. I went there a couple downtown years ago. Downtown Speedway? Downtown Speedway, yeah. Got Daredevil For people Brewery. that don't know, Speedway is actually a city in Indiana. Yeah, it's just west of Indianapolis, about six miles. It's, it's Indianapolis, let's be honest. It is. You know. it, well, it's it like Carmel. Yeah. Yeah. It, Boy, it, it didn't used to be though. Man, it was separate. No, it's it, but it's connected now. Yeah, but it pretty much is. Um, I wouldn't I, be surprised. Maybe not in our lifetime, but soon enough, Kokomo will be attached to Indy. Tipton ain't that far, I don't think. I bet you Honestly, twenty years. It's not. If you I look how close, twenty years Tipton will be. What's that lake south of Tipton where all the Rich indie people go. Oh, like Geist Reservoir? Morse? Yeah, that's not even that far from Tipton. Yeah. No, it's not. And that's part of, you know, uh, yeah, Cicero? Cicero, yeah. Yeah. Cicero is where I consider in my head where indie starts going. I mean, look at Fishers out to 69. Dude, when I first went to Deer Creek, I went to Deer Creek in 1989, right? We saw Henry Lee Summer out there. Yeah. There was, like, nothing out there whatsoever. Like, that was just, that was the only thing out there. It was in the middle of a field. There was, there were nothing. There were no houses. There were no restaurants. There was no nothing out there. Jeez, now it's the busiest area, one of the busiest places in the Indy. I remember that IMAX theater right there, that little strip mall. Me and my friends, that was the IMAX theater we would always go to. There was from basically my entire college career, I went to almost every movie there because it's a really nice theater and it's got an IMAX. So, and just, you know, those four years, it built up there. And so was then, that just the strip mall where the Pennies is in the movie theater? Yeah, that was That's just all that was strip there? Mall. Strip mall in a movie theater. That's all that was there. It was empty until you got there basically really and then in four years everything around there built up um that outdoor shopping mall yeah um and i remember we drove i drove through there the other day because 465 and 70s a a bitch sometimes right construction traffic whatever so sometimes if we're because kimberly's doctor is just north of castleton it's a the ortho indie office there just north of castleton and you know sometimes we would take 69 up to up north and cut over through like pendleton to get around everything and okay. we drove you know we drive past there going up 69 and i was like oh my god i haven't been here in years and it's so it has grown up so much yeah well i remember this was it like lion's creek apartments or something it's in noblesville it's on yeah. Little Chicago Road. There was nothing on Little Chicago Road in Noblesville other than those apartments. Like it was all country until you got into downtown Noblesville because Little Chicago Road is north of it's north of Noblesville, basically. Those apartments. Now that's completely all built up all the way to 
those apartment complexes and all the way down because my cousin used to live there back in the late 80s and there was nothing over there at all Jeez. but now it's just people everywhere well everybody like everybody moves to indy and that's where you know all the doctors are now too like doctors don't stay you know anywhere but indy if they're in indiana indy or fort Wayne. i like that. i want to move down there and keep talking about it moving to speedway i don't know if i could live in indy I'm not. I'm living in Speedway. Still Indy. It's not. It's Speedway. Where do I go? I go to the grocery store and the movies. I'm sure I can go to the movies where? Like Avon or Brownsburg has movie theater, I'm sure, right? That's right down the road. Yeah, and you you'll you work from home, so what what I do you work from home about? and I can walk to the racetrack. That's and that's what I want to do. Why not? It's a neat little town. Speedway is a neat little town. It comes alive in May, but it's a cute little town, actually. They've got apartment complexes, dude, right there on Main Street. I would live there, like, in a heartbeat, but I don't make enough money. Because I'm thinking about, well, you know, you 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 live in it. You, you buy a house. You got to upkeep it. You got to worry about your AC unit, heating unit. You got to worry about the water heater. You got to worry about appliances and shoveling yeah. driveway and mowing the grass. So they have two bedroom apartments on Main Street, like a stone's throw from the speedway. Like you walk out to the sidewalk, you can see the grandstands from this from this apartment complex. Jeez. And a two bedroom apartment is eighteen hundred bucks a month. Oh my god. Which is eleven hundred dollars more a month than I'm paying now. So I can't afford that. Have they right been talking now. about your rent going up again? Not yet. I hope it does. I'm betting. I'm guessing it will. But they got me well, by the balls because I can't go anywhere. Like I can't buy a house unless the market collapses. Let's uh, on to quote to quote uh South Park. You're breaking my balls here. They are. They they, they do. That's true. You're breaking my balls. Breaking my balls here. They they've got me. Even if it goes up twenty dollars, which it could, you know, make it it'd be seven twenty five. They do it incrementally. I will give it to them. They don't like go up hugely. Because I started at six forty nine, then it went to six sixty five, then it went to seven oh five. So I'm expecting like seven twenty five the next this week this year. But I mean, I need a side hustle. Do some uh, uh what's it called? A DoorDash or something. I need a side hustle. If I could, if I could side hustle and make a thousand bucks a month more, I could live in this apartment in Indianapolis. <laughs> DoorDash, Uber. Come I don't on. know, man. Those people are getting shot and robbed, though. True. You about the guy, the pizza guy in Indianapolis? He just was. He got a pizza gig just as a side hustle. He wanted yeah. to talk to people and meet people, and he ended up getting shot. Jeez. I don't want to be that guy. Well, you could work for Indigo. You want to know how much you make as a bus driver for Indigo? Oh hell no! I ain't working for Indigo. Fourteen hundred a month. Fourteen hundred a week. Really? Yeah, thirteen forty-two a week to start for Indigo. Oh god, I, there's no way, dude. Can you imagine driving a bus in Indianapolis? I would do it. It's a big bus. You don't have to worry about nobody. Yeah, but you're uh, working nights, weekends, holidays. 
Oh well. Well, what time do they close? Do they work all night there? I think they run all night, don't they? Look, hold on. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but I kept my CDL for a reason. Well, I'm keeping my CDL. Indigo works is six to six Monday to Friday, and Saturday, Sunday, they are seven to four. Wait, what's Indigo? That's not the bus. Yeah, it is. That's not the metro. What's Indigo? It's Indigo. That's the name of their bus system. No, that's a, it's the metro. Yeah, it is. In, no, they changed sure? it to Indigo. They work. They go. They don't. They run at night, right? No, they they six to six. Indigo. I searched Indy buses and it brought up Indigo. I thought it was oh, the oh, metro. Oh. I guess it is the bus system. Yeah, since 1975, Indianapolis Public Transportation Corporation. Yeah, but like people got to make sure people pay and that. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. That is the worst thing I I with the uh, bus system that I here in Richmond that I worked for was uh, making sure people paid because I didn't because yeah, I came like I said like I told them like I didn't tell the uh what's it called the uh office list but i told the other drivers this i was like i come from a a bus system that you didn't pay for it is so hard for me to make somebody pay i I don't care if they pay or not right i don't know if i can and then i got i got called out a couple times because i would i would make somebody pay and then I want to make the next person pay. And I, I legit told somebody, it's like, I don't pay attention. I pay attention if you put enough money in. I don't know if I could do this. Them streets are gnarly in Indianapolis. Well, that's why you just take people's front ends off. They don't care. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could do this. They were, They run six to six? Yeah, that's... That's what we did. Six, that's six, better than that's better than Kokomo. Six, that's what we did here. Six in the morning to six at night. Yeah, Kokomo was six to seven if you were on the right route. True. And then what's on the weekends? They run Saturday and Sunday, or just Saturday? Saturday and Sunday. That's the be the kicker for me. Was uh, that would be the a entire bitch. weekend? It's like a uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A line in the sand, like working weekends. Oh my god, that route looks so I'm looking at the routes here. It goes geez, it goes clear out to Fascist Square Mall, Keystone. It goes out to Castleton. Oh the hour routes. It goes to Lawrence. You know, they probably have multiple buses on the uh now, you know what the route would probably wouldn't be so bad is the airport route. That might be the primo one that everybody wants. All right. Where'd you find their routes on their website? On the website, yeah. And actually, go uh, Route Ten and Route Three is not bad either. Route Ten just goes out to Rockville Road and over to, uh, yeah, Tenth Street. Basically, that wouldn't be a bad route either. But like fifteen, the downtown routes are a bitch. That's where you're gonna start at that. 
I wonder when they start you. Yeah, he goes clear out to Beach Grove. 31 goes to the Greenwood Park Mall and back. Some of these routes, they have to be our routes, I would say. Oh, man, I would love the airport. I would do the airport route. You just take Washington Street out to Ridgeline, out to uh, Perimeter Road. That takes you over to the airport and back. This one doesn't look bad. East Side Circulator. You go up, uh, you go up Post and come down uh, Mythador or Mythophor or something. I mean, I suppose, you know, you know come the routes. Of, it's like, yeah. Well, it's like, how much do you work 40 hours? Uh, let me look. <laughs> How much? Fourteen forty or thirteen something to start? Is it to start thirteen this? something an hour to start? No, thirteen something an hour to start. Thir That's not much. <laughs> no, thirteen something a week to start. That's less than I make now. Oh, a week? No, that's a not. Week. That's double, dude. A week, dude. That's like doubling my paycheck. Yeah. So let's say it's thirteen hundred dollars a week times four, and you get what like seventy five percent of that after taxes, right? Yeah, thirteen forty two. Jeez, ninety nine. It is according to Indeed, which is it is ninety nine percent above national average. That's almost a thousand bucks a week. I could, I could live in those apartments on so Main Street. You start at fifteen an hour. I couldn't live on that. And you go up to 30 an hour. Yeah, but how long do you stay at 15 an hour? That's the question. And that's probably when you're working that. just weekends and uh, everything else. Yeah, you're working. Are you really? I didn't know they only ran till 6 o'clock. I thought they ran at night. I thought they did too, but I saw that and I, I was kind of surprised. I don't know. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I I'd do it for fourteen hundred bucks a week. Yeah. So how much do you I, want? Well, I saw online fourteen hundred bucks a week. Yeah, that's if you've been here for twenty years. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've been here for twenty exactly years. Right. That's my biggest fear. So, you know, they they always promote the high end when they're hiring. Of course they do. McDonald's does that. Make fifteen dollars now. Oh no, you're starting at nine. Which oh no, I saw I I saw a billboard for I think Denny's. It was like twenty, you know, twenty dollars an hour. And if you read the fine print, up to uh, depending yes. on qualifications. That's why my moons over my hammy is twelve dollars now instead of eight. Yeah, and that's why if you go to uh, Starbucks, your drink is eight bucks. That's right. Freaking because you know they got. They they got full time. They got a union now. They got full time. They start at like fifteen an hour. They got well, benefits. yeah, but then they got pay union fees. Yeah, it's not making them money. I'm gonna say pretty much if I start work anywhere else that has a union, I'm gonna say, excuse my language, fuck the union. I'm never. I'm not. I don't want to pay union dues. I don't want to part no union. They don't do me any favors unless I'm causing trouble. Then then that's the only reason I need well, a union. Both times I. Both times, every time I've been in a union, both both buses, 
I got if if I wasn't leaving, I would have been I would have accepted uh, everybody asking me to be the next union president in Kokomo. They wanted us to one person there wanted me and you to represent the. It union. was Tina. Yes, it was. How'd you know that? Because she, she asked tell me. you. She told me. She asked you. She asked me too. Yeah, and I told yes, her I was like, if, to do it. I told her I was like, if you would have asked me earlier, I would have said yes, but I'm leaving. I she was like the first person I told that I'm probably that I'm leaving soon. So I was like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I said I'm not part of the union. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then, the union. yeah, she wanted us to be the union reps. We would have been well, good too. We both were good with the. We were both were friends with the office. We both were friends with most, if not all, the drivers. That's right. That's why she thinks we would have been good for them. Yeah, we're and, on a power trip, and and then here in town, they wanted me to be president. Here in Richmond, they wanted me to be president within a month of me uh, starting. Well, they screwed us. Like, well, so first we had to vote for the union whether we wanted the union or not. Right. I know you. You were lied to. We were. Yes, we were lied to. They were like, "You vote for the union, you're going to get full time. You're going to get two weeks vacation, and you get a raise. And we got like a two percent raise. We got three paid days, and uh, that was it. <laughs> three paid holidays. We got three paid holidays, and that was it." Oh, do we got three paid, two paid holidays and vacation. I'm so glad I got those paid holidays. They were and so good for me. We we got two paid holidays and three, uh, three personal days. That's what we got. Unless you were full time, no, nobody got. They only the only reason the people who pushed the full time, um, they were next in line to get full time anyway. That's why they were pushing that agenda. They knew they were going to get full time. They were only looking out for themselves. Yep. So they left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, I'm I'm not joining. I don't want to do it. Plus, I was rep I was represented by the union anyway, so it didn't matter. Uh huh. They had to represent you anyway. <laughs> they had to represent like, me anyway. <laughs> uh, but like one of the trolley drivers said, who was a union president at a different job, he's like, yeah, I don't have to rep I have to represent you, but it doesn't mean I have to try my hardest for you. Right, but still. Yeah, but they need. Yeah, but they then I saw they how they rep. I saw how they, they can't took afford care to lose yet. drivers, so they're gonna keep, they're gonna fight for you just as hard as they do if they have a union. If you're part yeah. of the union, I saw how they, I saw that Jan took better care of Jeff when Jeff was being stupid than the union. Yes, and that's yeah, why they, I was more friends with the office than I was the union. Yeah, I was never being. I'm, I'm glad I didn't have to worry about the, the union. They were always a waste of my time. Anyways, let's get into the meat potatoes. We we kind of got sidetracked a little bit. Yes, dude, I watched like so much shit like this past week. Like, okay, you know, I'm getting really excited to talk about it. Can I talk about Mario first? Go ahead, do your Mario first because mine will just All be right. little bits and pieces. So, so we can, somebody can go back and listen. I don't remember exactly what I said. I don't remember if I thought it was going to suck or if I was worried about it. I you was said wrong. it wasn't going to be good because of the voices. I was wrong. The trailers did not give Jack Black and Chris Pratt credit for how good they actually did the voices. There's a couple times, I'll admit, there's a couple times they, their real voices came through. Like, I was like, that's Jack Black or that's Chris Pratt. But for the most part, they were did a real good job of, you know, convincing me they were Mario or Bowser. Um, 
the movie was very quick. It was, I don't, really, I forget how exactly how long it was, but it wasn't even two hours. Um, they, it was really quick into the action. It was, it, it wasn't even. It's an hour and thirty-two minutes long. Perfect length for this movie. It wasn't too long. You know, some movies think they have to be three-hour epics anymore, when they, you know, could be an hour and a half long. Um, they, it was fun. I, I'm going to be the first to admit, I'm not good at movie reviews. I'm just going to talk to you like I would be my friend, you know. It was a fun movie. I suggest you seeing it. I give it 10 coins out of, or I give it uh, eight <laughs> coins out of 10. Um, no, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it, uh, 10 stars out of 10. Exactly. <laughs> I think sitting here thinking back, I don't know if there's any issues with it. Like, I didn't feel like it was too short. I didn't feel pacing issues. If anything, if my one critique was I wanted it to slow down a little bit. Because really? there was no time to go to the bathroom and I had to pee. But oh. there was no, like, slow time. It was like, you know, they'd slow down and have a little story moment, but it was like a minute. You know, Mario and Peach would sit there and talk for a minute or two, and then it would pick right back up. It was fun, action-packed. You got all your references you needed. You got the Rainbow Road. You got, you know, Mario Kart. You got Super Mario Brothers. You got, you know, every single Mario reference you wanted pretty much. Right. There was a couple references missing, but, you know, you can watch that yourself and figure out what those are. I'm not going to spoil it. Well, that's what a sequel's for. Yeah, they already said they're doing a sequel. I don't, how much money has Mario made already? Like a billion dollars. Yeah. Right now. Like, seriously. Like. Yeah, here we go. Super Mario. An hour and 32 minutes. It's made $678 million. Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach, right? Charlie Day? Yeah. Charlie Day was hilarious as Luigi. Oh, he's Luigi. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it has... Uh, it had a $100 million budget. It's grossed $710. Opening, it made its budget back opening weekend. $146 million opening weekend. It's and- grossed... Three hundred fifty-nine million, basically. We all know that Mar- that game, video game movies suck. On average, video game movies are bad, but it seems yes. like they're they're making a comeback. Mario was good. I'm going to count Last of Us because Last of Us was a, a, sh- a, a show. But you know, it seems like video game Halo. Halo was good. I will give Halo its credit. Halo was good. It seems like video game movies are making a you know a, a turn. They're they're doing good now. God, there's a lot of people in this. Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen. Yeah, Seth Rogen. Keegan, Keegan Key. I, Sebastian Seth, Maniscalco. I think Seth might have been the one thing I didn't like because him being Donkey Kong, it was yeah. not Donkey Kong. He can't do a voice. It's his voice. And it's his dumb laugh. He did his stupid laugh, and I was instantly like, ugh. <laughs> Oh, Anya Joy Taylor. She was in The Witch. Was she the girl in The Witch? Yes, she was the teenage girl in The Witch. That's a badass movie, too. Yeah, Thomason. Yeah, she was Thomason in The Witch. And She's been busy. 
Jack Black might win yeah. an Emmy. Really? Is that the is the Emmy the, the Oscars? Uh, which one is the one for music? A Grammy? Yeah, Jack Black might win a Grammy for his song in Super really? Mario Brothers. Yeah, he was nominated. Have you heard the song? You're on TikTok, right? You have not. No. Um, give me not. one moment. I'm gonna put it in our group chat and you can listen to it while we're she was in uh what else was she? Oh, she was in Amsterdam. That movie sucked ass. She was in the menu. Oh yeah, she the menu was great. I love the menu. Here, I've been watching listen, crap. Listen to the song. So, all right, I'll have to watch it. Listen to it. Do I have to listen um, to it now or wait? I'll wait. Do you do you uh did you watch Mando yet? Oh no. let me let me finish off Mario. Mario, go see it. Um I went I went I went yesterday at five eight at five twenty. So, you know, I got a good prize. So go, just go. It's a great movie. Support your local theaters. Buy some popcorn. There you go. Um, so this week also is the ending of Star Trek, which I'll talk about next week. And the 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 ending of Picard, the last episode of Picard, and then the last episode of Mandalorian. Mandalorian's coming back for another season. But I watched the episode that I fell asleep through after they went to the cave. That's the last one I've watched of the Mando. The one when Mando got captured? No, I don't know about that. No, it was him and the thing went to the cave to look for like the third episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, I won't give away too much. This is probably the worst season of Mandalorian yet. See, that was what I was fearing because I was, it was kind of weak when I watched it. And I was like, I have no desire to watch the rest of the show. Was it like, bad? I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Was the season bad? No. Was it? Season two was almost perfect in my mind. Um, and then I don't know why in, in Boba Fett they had to bring Grogu back. I thought Grogu was done, but they had to bring Grogu back, and he felt. This season, he's felt so much like a side character. It's not even funny. Um, and then, um, what's his face? Mando. I, I feel like they're trying to hand over the show to Bo-Katan, the, the uh, girl, right. Mandalorian. I feel like they're trying to hand over the show to her. But hmm. I don't know. It was It was not a bad... It was not bad by any means. It just wasn't for me. This season was not the best. Yeah, that's my fear. And then Picard. I'm sad that this is the last episode of Picard. But we did oh. get an announcement that we are... There's a lot from Star... Let me Before I get to Star Trek, Star Wars Celebration happened. We got a lot from Star Wars Celebration that we could talk about. Um, You'll have to do that next week. Three new movies, uh, sh new shows, a new timeline, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But Picard, Picard's ending, and they also announced we're getting a new show, uh, which is the uh, Academy. It's, a, it's more of a teenager show. It's going to be called Star Trek Academy about the Star Trek, Starfleet Academy. Um, mm -hmm. And then we got a we're getting a movie about... So I don't know if you did you watch Discovery? No. 
do you remember in the original series, the alternate timeline Kirk, the evil Kirk? Mm-hmm. So they go to yeah, that timeline on accident and they take the emperor and bring her back. Um, and she gets uh, recruited by Section 31, which is like Starfleet's clandestine uh, secret service. Um, and the movie is going to be about her in the uh, in Section 31. She was great. It's a uh, oh, it's Michelle. Um, give me one moment. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Oh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh is. Um, it's it's going to be her thing since she, that's who you know she was. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I'm excited because Star Trek is supposed to be doing you know every two years on Paramount Plus they're planning on getting releasing a new movie. I'm just afraid that we're going to get Star Trek fatigue like we did, you know with next generation the next generation movies deep space nine and voyager all about the same time let's be honest star trek almost died because people got tired of it yeah i feel you i know what you're saying and as much as as i'm a star star wars fan i think i'm a much bigger trek fan like everybody has their preferences. Yeah, but I think it's just that's what I watched first, so that's what I fell in love with first. All right. Anyways, what is your uh? You want to start with your not booster or nut? Uh, well, yeah. Hold on, I got a bunch of them. Well, there's a couple of them, but uh, yeah, I was busy because I like watched uh, Smoking the Bandit, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I'll get to my nut buster in a minute. This is a list of movies that I did watch. <laughs> I watched Speed Racer, the live action Speed Racer from 2008. The, I was going to say the late one, latest one. Yeah, one with Emil Hirsch and Christina Ricci. Not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. I don't know why it bombed, especially. It's it's definitely eye candy. It gives me that uh, Avatar vibe. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't get why, like, kids aren't watching this movie. It's full of action. It's not my cup of tea. I'm, I I would watch it again though. If somebody said, "Hey, you want to come over and we're gonna watch Speed Racer?" I would absolutely. I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. That's a fun movie. I don't know why it bombed at the box office. I don't know what people were expecting. Um, because the cars I were cool. The music was good. Because I think people were like, "It's a live action cartoon." Ew. It was. A, I had a hundred twenty-four million dollar budget. It only made eighteen five. On the week opening weekend, worldwide gross it didn't even make its money back. Its worldwide gross was only ninety three million. Now it's been a long time since that movie came out. You know, I don't say a long time, but it's been a while. Two thousand eight. That's a long time. I I do not remember it being that well promoted. I don't either. I mean, I've got so I I know that like, they had a toy line. Yeah, but I I think. I, and he even did. It was funny because like Speed Racer was full of like, ah, and every time he got hit in the car, and he did that here, which was kind of cool. But that's a good movie. I I really don't understand what happened with this. I really don't. And I think uh, it really kept a lot of like good anime from going live action. 
and it's a shame because it is a good movie. It's it's a popcorn movie. It's a family popcorn movie. Yeah. It's something you can let your kids watch and they can enjoy. And, you know, it's not a horrible, uh, it's a little long. It's two hours and 15 minutes. But other than, I kind of regret not seeing it at the movie theater. I, I, I'm thinking maybe the trailer didn't sell it very well. Quite possibly. I mean, you got to have a good trailer to sell it. I, I don't know if, it got, if people didn't get past the trailer or not. But that's on HBO Max, so watch freaking Speed Racer if you have not seen it. It's really good. But then on HBO Max, I also watched Bloodsport, right? Which is the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. I was going to say, isn't that a, a Jean-Claude movie? I couldn't remember. Yes, it, but... it's one of his first ones. So it's about, uh, he is going to, uh, and he's got an invite to, fight at the Kumite, which is this ultimate martial arts tournament, right? So, um... Wait, what, what was the movie the, called again? I, I'm not going to type it down. Bloodsport. I don't know why that, like, so left this my is head. The, this is the awesome part. So, at the end of the movie, right, his name is Frank Dukes, right? Hold on, let me get to the... So, at the end of the movie, it's they say it's based on a true story, Right? And it said Frank Dukes still holds four world records. Fastest knockout, 3.2 seconds. Fastest punch with a knockout, 0.42 seconds. Fastest kick with a knockout, 72 mile an hour most consecutive knockouts. Or wait, fastest kick with a knockout, 72 mile an hour. Most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament, 56, right? It's bogus. All of it is bogus. So I looked it up on IMDb, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking at the thing, and it says the the movie was touted as a true story, but over the years doubts have arisen about its veracity. Most martial arts enthusiasts view Frank Duke's accounts of competing in secret tournaments as complete fiction. Along with his claims, he was an undercover CIA operative. Some have pointed out that nobody else has come forward to confirm his story about competing in secret tournaments or told their own version. It is now generally accepted that Dukes lied his way into Hollywood and he has likely never won or even competed in a single martial arts tournament. (laughs) Records obtained through the Freedom of Information Act show he was only in the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve and was never posted overseas, let alone to Southeast Asia as he has claimed. The CIA has no record of his ever working with them. His personal brand of martial arts, Duke's Ryu Ninjutsu, is also a complete fabrication. <laughs> or he's just so, like, undercover and black ops that they, they are still <laughs> denying his existence. The only thing I got out of this movie is we need more macho uber unnecessary ultra violent movies at the movie theater i got steven seagal's number let's call him up i'm telling you i miss movies like this i mean this was 88 right and i mean like think about it you had schwarzenegger you had van damme you had seagal you had i mean North. patrick swayde's you had roadhouse you had all of these you had rambo you had chuck norris you had stallone you had chuck norris you had all these macho 
kill people with your bare hands, just oozing with just testosterone. Let's be honest. That's you got the best need. handshake ever in, Pre- in Predator with Schwarzenegger yes, and uh, exactly. Oh, I'm, what's have... his name? Who's Carl black? Weathers. Carl Weathers. Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot his name. I mean, RoboCop. I mean, this is what the world needs right now. We need more heavily testosterone-filled Top Gun. Just yeah, that, that's nothing compared to these movies. Oh, come on. Top Gun, you know, shirtless men playing volleyball on the beach. This was even in Top the Top Gun was or whatever it was called. Um, I need to rewatch the, the new one. Top Gun Maverick, it was football. Oh, yeah. Topless was guys. This is movies full of topless guys fighting each other. And they're like, yeah, you can't even, you know, wipe my ass. You know, they're kind of like they talk trash to each other and like they well, punch and they do remember that. Remember, yeah, Sloan tried to bring him back with the Expendables and he got three of them. Yeah. They're still I working mean, on a new one. Uh, there's, there's, I mean, apparently working on a, a female one and uh, another, a fourth Expendables. But see, it's sad that the, the, the results are that we have now are Hobbs versus Shaw and the Fast and the Furious franchise. We saw the uh, Fast and Furious trailer, and I was laughing during the trailer. <laughs> Every time they so, said family, I just cracked up. They about family. Dude, I just want to see guys kick ass and just blow shit up. And chew bubblegum. Yeah, that, oh my God, I freaking love that movie. That's the kind of movies we need right now. I think my my theory is if you want to save Hollywood, give us heavily testosterone, ultra violent movies. The Schwarzenegger and Stallone Hollywood. back in charge. Yes, we need more movies like this. And there's people out there that can carry this. I think Scott Kahn could carry it. I think Chris Pratt could carry it. I think um, who else? Um, uh, uh, there's a Jason Momoa. Yeah, he could probably carry it. Who else? Not uh, sorry. Uh, in Clint, Eastwood's son, Clint Eastwood's son could probably carry yeah. one. Um, we need to get these guys into Uber, like get them in the gym, like just yeah, body bodybuilding. Not even cardio. Like Stallone is not very big, but dude, I'm telling you, watch Cobra. It's just a violent laden movie. It's no different than like you know the missing like Chuck Norris ain't that big either. This is what we need. We need macho asshole men, like arrogant well, macho asshole Chuck men Norris to take tried control to work out, and but he kick broke ass. every machine he tried to use. <laughs> but um, I, I just think we need more of these movies. Bloodsport is the door. Uh, it's just opened my eyes to I want more movies like did, this. Did you see the latest uh, Rambo movie with with us? The one when he was yeah. in uh, Mexico. That yeah, was, was such a good movie. Up. That's what we need, but I think it got made fun of because it's like, well, we don't need these '80s action movies again. No, this is what we need. This is what we want. I got, we had Tango I'm a, and I'm a Cash. man. I got a I forgot brain. About, I forgot about Kurt Russell. He can make a good action picture too. Right. There's he, actors he, he out there Stargate. now. That make, yeah, there's actors out there now that are young that can make. Shoot, Robert Pattinson for crying out loud can do it. Dude, he buffed up for Batman. John David Washington, right? Who? Uh, Denzel's son. Oh, yeah. Who's the guy that plays Creed? Oh, Michael B. Jordan's another yeah, one. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Good call. 
I think Kylo Ren could pull it off. Dude, have you... I mean, I love me a good wide low, but he he plays some good action movies. That I heard uh, 65, my future mother-in-law, I think, liked it when they went to go see it. I just, I think we need more movies like, I, I'm kind of the ultra-sensitive male and the 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 dark, just just making the hero. You know what I mean? We're, I need a renegade cop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or or under, you know, I mean, Brad Pitt, like, Brad Pitt and Leo, they're probably on the at the edge, but they can still pull it well, off. Well, Brad Pitt said in an interview not too long ago that he's going to start slowing down. Did you see Bullet Train so, yet? His last I have not seen Bullet Train. Dude, you need to see Bullet Train. It I'll is so it good. Too. I'll have to watch it. Maybe I can do that this weekend. But I'm uh well, after I rearrange some shit and I might have to watch it. But my not buster of the week, Chris, mm-hmm. is the Christian horror film Holy Moly Production. Of holy, what was it really? It was called Holy Moly Productions. I'm not kidding you. That's legit. It was the uh, um, the lock in. So the lock in is a story of these boys are going to a church lock in for the night, right? And they one of them has a dirty magazine, puts it in his buddy's backpack, and it unleashes demons. So. <laughs> So at the beginning of the movie, like the pastor, like the youth pastor, right? He quit the church over what happened. He don't even want to talk about it anymore. Wait. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. He, like really? Yeah, the guy he left. That's in the story, yes. In the okay, movie, I thought the you pastor. meant like real life, like the No, youth this pastor is not was... real life, dude. And this please, I hope to God this isn't real life. No, okay. in the movie. They start off and they're talking to the pastor of the night that this happened, right? And he is not in the church anymore, and he don't even want to talk about it anymore, okay? The only reason, and, and what it is, is they filmed, they wanted to film the whole night. like So it's like a lost tape kind of thing. So one guy walks around with a camera all night because he was filming everything. So it's like Blair Witch. So the movie was only put together only for the elders to see, the elders of the church to see. It was not to be released to the public. <laughs> and like the edits to the movie are like TikTok edits. That's how bad this is. You know, like you do a TikTok story or TikTok edit. And like talk for, they talk for 20 seconds and they stop and then they pick back up again. Quick sidebar, the TikTok, I'm calling it the TikTok accent is becoming a real thing. And I hate it. What's the TikTok accent? It's basically Cali girl accent, but they talk like in twenty. They talk like they're on like a doing a quick edit for TikTok. So, so there's this guy Blake, right? He they they stop at some for some reason. They stop at this this job site and they're digging in this dumpster and he finds a dirty magazine. So he sneaks, Blake sneaks the dirty magazine into his buddy Nick's backpack. So it's Blake, Nick, and Justin. Justin is homeschooled to live with his parents, so they kind of make jokes about him, right? But he likes this girl named Jessica, who's going to be at the uh, the lock-in, right? So 
they find the dirty magazine, right? And they get in trouble. And like the girl he likes, like gets mad at him, Jessica. And she doesn't think she's going to talk to him anymore because if he's got a dirty magazine, that's nasty. And she didn't think he was like the other boys that are at his school. And I'm like, bitch, every teenage boy is like that at your school and outside of school and in your church, right? So That's all we think about, let's be honest. Honest, I mean, I'm just being honest here, right? So they take the magazine and they take it outside with the pastor and they burn it, okay? So while this is going on, the security camera catches the church door and it opens on its own, right? Then, as they're kind of settling down for the night, the guy, the guy getting stuff out of his backpack, the magazine magically reappears <gasps> in the, after they burnt it. Oh, no. So they go to the basement, and they're going to throw away the, tra- the, the magazine, the trash can. So they throw away the trash. They throw away the trash can, and they're walking away, right? So the, the, the trash can was like in this corner. Like you go around the corner, and there was a trash can there, right? Because there's a wall. So as they're walking away, they hear a growl, and the trash can comes flying into the hallway <laughs> out of nowhere. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's a demon-possessed dirty magazine. Oh, so Lord. then, for some reason, they start. They seem to get lost in the church and can't find their way, these three guys. They find Jessica in some broom closet behind the sanctuary. They keep hearing huge noises, so they go running and screaming in the church. So, like, there's, like, this demon chasing him in the church, and I'm like, wait a second. Does it, like, a demon, like, would it have any power in a church? Because I'm thinking no. Um, They can't find anybody. Everyone is gone. They're locked in, and they're going crazy. So then one of the kids, he goes to pick up a chair to, like, break a window out. Yeah. It's like, He's supposed to smack the chair on the window, but it does. It, the window doesn't break, dude. Like he barely swung the chair up against the window, like it barely tapped the window. Anyway, it was very comical. So, <laughs> so I would just think. I mean, you're in a church and you're a Christian. What do you have to be afraid of? Nothing. I mean, exactly. So they can't get out. They're upset, but. And they keep on feeling like cold presence, you know, because it's a demon or whatever. Oh, Zach Bagans. I feel, yes. or uh, I feel something warm running down my leg. Exactly. So they go to the kitchen because they're hungry. They never try to turn the lights on, ever. The cupboard, the cupboards, they don't open. They can't get any of the cupboards. The cupboard I feel like open. this was like a movie some like college <laughs> kids were making. These are high school kids. And they finally, they figure out that it's the magazine that has presented this demon. (laughs) So poor Blake, Justin, and Nick and Jessica, they're all locked in the kitchen, and they're scared. And they're blaming Blake, and they keep yelling at Blake. Then they're shaming him. Like, that's going to help the situation. You know, like, you shouldn't have done this. This is all your fault. That's not going to help the situation. Jessica informs the group. That Dirty Magazine has ripped her family to shreds because her dad was hooked on looking at Dirty Magazines. I mean, the way these kids treat this, like they and they act like they've witnessed a murder. That's how bad (laughs) they looked at this Dirty Magazine. So Justin's grandpa caught him looking at porn on his laptop. You know what grandpa did? 
What? He took, his lap- he took the laptop, went out to the driveway, and ran over it with the car. Because Justin's grandpa don't want porn in his house. Well, what about his grandpa's laptop? I mean, yeah, I don't know, but I'm just saying this is the extreme. This porn's bad, and you'll it'll summon a demon. So the demon scares them while they're hiding in the kitchen, but they stay hidden in the kitchen for a while. Um, but while the kids are sleeping, something is recording them on the camera. The camera picks up and records all four of them sleeping. So it's a little creepy. But they all wake up. Jesse thinks she hears her friend Genesis, so they go look for her, and they can't find her. Next thing you know, the camera falls on the floor. Jessica has been grabbed. She screams, and guess what? As soon as she screams, those three guys, are they going to help Jessica or look for Jessica? No, they bail. They run. (laughs) So poor Jessica's missing, right? Because they hide while she's screaming her head off. But <laughs> as they keep looking, uh, people, more people kind of disappear. Um, lights are mysteriously on in certain areas, and it's dark again. Then, of course, they do the rolling ball trick, you know. What do you um, mean, the rolling ball trick? You know, where, like, a ball just rolls out of nowhere. Oh, easy jump scare. They find a little boy sitting on the floor. And they go to see who it is, and it's a demon. The kid has a demon face. Actually, that was the best special effect in the whole movie. Um, they see Jessica. She's screaming, and they run. They hide. There's no Jessica. They stumble upon an interview in the pastor's office. Somehow they stumbled into the pastor's office on a How video camera. Church? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but they're lost. But anyway, they're lost the whole time, but then they kind of find themselves. So there's a guy on the video camera admitting porn, a porn problem, and he is possessed. And the, like he shows that he's the demon shows itself when the pastor leaves. So they just happen because they're in the pastor's office, right? Because they can't think of this before, even though it's a church lock in. They find an open Bible. And it talks about where Jesus cast out the demons and to the pigs, right? And they find out, though, <coughs> that the demon, because it has affected anyone who has touched the dirty magazine. That's why that demon is attacking them. But hey, this Jesus guy, like they don't even know who, they act like they don't even know who Jesus is. Really? Who's Jesus? Like, that's the kind of thing that... <laughs> <laughs> they kind of they don't know who Jesus is, but they're, they they go to church all the time and they're in a church lock in. But they kind of like surprised who Jesus was. Um, Jesus? They hear running water. <laughs> they go to the sanctuary and the running water is from the dunk tank, you know, for baptisms. Somebody's run the dunk tank. Right. So for some reason, the dunk tank's getting filled up for no reason whatsoever. They go back in the kitchen. They act out the previous night with puppet cups. They all have cups with their names on them and little faces, and they act out what happened the night before. Blake gets mad. He freaks out like he's possessed by a demon, leaves his friends, and he calls them all idiots. So Blake's disappeared. Now it's just Nick and Justin, and they're hiding in a broom closet. Nick records a confession to his parents, admits that he's looking at dirty magazines and dirty things online. And he's scared, and like it's kind of like the Blair Witch thing, you know. I, I, yeah. Scared to sleep. I'm scared to stay awake. 
He wishes he could get out of the church. They're scared. They hear noises and growling. And then they start crying. The next thing you know, it's pitch black. And now Nick is missing. Justin is the only one left. And all these crazy stories. So Justin goes to get a drink out of the dunk tank. And he gets attacked in the dunk tank. And he asks to be saved by Jesus. While he's in the dunk tank. So then, while he's in the dunk tank and he's asking for Jesus' help, someone appears in the background and disappears. So... Jesus is, he asked Jesus to help him because Jesus is the only thing that can save him from the demons. Now he figures out he can command the demons to leave. This kid should have known this the whole time. From from like the very first time he heard a growl. He'd be like, not today, Satan. That's exactly what you should have done. So he walks back into the sanctuary. Like, like, um, he walks back into, and like everybody's in the sanctuary and it's like nothing ever happened. That's that's the movie. And, you know, he, he was like, where have you been? Have you been in the bathroom? And uh, the guys all leave and they act like nothing ever happened. Like they have no idea what he's talking about. They drop Justin off. He walks into bed into his bedroom. He puts the camera down, grabs a trash can, a, a trash bag and empties his big box of porn. That's what he does. He empties all of his big box of porn into a trash bag, sits on the bed, turns off the camera, and that's the movie. So check it out. It's on YouTube. Wow. I need to see this it's, movie. And it's on YouTube? See, it's on YouTube. Like, I watched okay, it on YouTube. Okay, so yeah. free to watch. Yes. Holy moly production. Now, I will admit, okay, so like, I went to a church school, right? And like I was a three day, three time a week or church person, right? In, in when I was a teenager, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, uh, Wednesday night. And this friend of mine uh, had this big, <laughs> had this dirty picture, right? It was torn out of a magazine, right? <laughs> and it was, it was a naked woman. It's like, it's a beef shot basically, right? <laughs> and this thing, it was folded up real small so we would never get caught. We kept it in our wallet and we kind of like loaned it to each other all the time, like off and on. And like, we would look at this in the bathroom at church <laughs> when we were about 12 or 13 years old. So we had this, we had this wrinkled up beef shot from a dirty magazine <laughs> with all these creases in it because it was folded up so small. And I never once heard a demon. When I unfolded this beef are you shot. the uh, are you the possessed one? I, I never felt possessed carrying around this beef shot in my wallet. Nor nor did I hear any growling. When I looked at it, the lights didn't flicker. <laughs> there was no rolling ball while I was looking at this picture. Granted, looking back now, that's a horrible thing to do is look at naked pictures in church, right? But <laughs> I'm just saying, I never once felt possessed by a demon for looking at a, a, a picture, a, a wrinkled up picture of a naked woman. <laughs> so take it for what it's worth. I get it. They're trying to tell people that, you know, it's, it's, it's geared towards teenagers, you know. It's a Christian horror film. and It's one you know, of those crazy movies that they'll play in high school. 
Yes, and you know, porn is bad. Don't get fall down because I mean, there are people that do fall down that rabbit hole, and I get that. But it is comic. This movie is comical to no end, and it's not supposed to be. But um, I was never possessed by the devil or her growling because I looked at a dirty picture in church. But that's just me. That's my own. That's my own personal experience of looking at a a, a dirty picture. In a church bathroom as a 13 year old kid. All right, then we're going to leave it at that. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, let's just leave the uh, shower thought this time. Um, you can catch us at Hoosier Nerds <laughs> on Pod. Oh my God, Hoosier Nerds on Podcast. Hoosier Pod, Pod Nerds on Twitter. Hoosier Nerds on Facebook. Um, you can watch and listen to us on YouTube. And you can catch us at your favorite podcasting sites, such as Amazon, TuneIn, iTunes, and Spotify. And you'll never have to worry about forgetting about creased up beam shots from a dirty magazine. Creased up what? <laughs>